Let us pray. Lift up your right hand to the Lord and thank Him. If indeed you believe that nothing is impossible with Him, then speak to Him. Anything that has sowed doubt in your mind, anything that causes you to doubt sometimes, this morning believe that you can overcome it. Father, we welcome your presence in our hearts and in the garden. Fill us, Lord, and fill the temple with your presence. And let us be lifted up into glory. We thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. All right. It is a blessing to be here once again and to hear the Word of God. It is also a blessing to see some people I have not seen. It's almost like Discovery Channel. Anytime you come, you discover new faces. People who have disappeared for a long time. Some of them they don't want to even look at me. Hey, I'm seeing you. Wow, what a joy. This morning, we are happy because it is a day that has been set aside for all of us who are children of this denomination, the Father that God has given us. Well, some people are not clapping. You know? Last week I began a new series, Greater Love. And I will encourage you to listen to them if you are not around. Two messages so far. But this morning I'm going to share on something equally important. But the title is different because it's a, it's a day of honor. So this one I'm sharing about three, bless, uh, three rewards for honoring fathers. Three rewards for honoring fathers. Many of us do not know the importance and relevance of honor. If fathers don't honor children, Children don't honor fathers. And if fathers honor children, children must honor fathers. The honor of a father to a child is to provide comfort and security for the child. And God is a good God. He has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, which means that anything that you need physically, and spiritually, he has ensured that you don't lack. Some of you don't respond because it's, eh, that's what you are saying in your mind. That's why you are not responding. Because if, 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 I mean, let's be honest, if you put your hand in your pocket right now, 
and you don't see any money, and it's only papers, and handkerchief, and tissue papers, and then I say, I see thousand dollars in your pocket. Yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> so sometimes you haven't experienced something. You have not. You see, you there's you have there is no evidence before you of how good God is. And it is not because it is not true. You have not received it. Yeah. If we say you have to honor, eh, why should I honor? Well, I am sure that by the time we finish this message, some of you will change. In fact, all of us will change. Yeah. At every level of your relationship with God, there must be a, 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 a desire to improve. That's why I preached some time ago, 10 times better. I mean, you can't say that I'm okay. The richest people in the world are still working. They, are, they have not retired. Meanwhile, there are people who are poor who have retired. Yeah. <laughs> they are doing more. There are companies that have turnover that is more than maybe 50 African countries put together, but they are doing acquisitions and mergers and expanding. <laughs> people want to get better. That is the mind of a progressive human being. As if you marry. Some people have a mind. I'm married. The ring. I mean, when they are getting you, you know, they show it with style. You know, they dress for you to see that they are married and all that. But apart from that, in the house, the husband doesn't see a, a wife. Because they feel that once we have married, we have married. But that's not what it is. Many women prepare for, for, for marriage as a ceremony, but not marriage in the sense that I am, I am a help meet for the man to help him. And, and many men also don't understand my like We have to have sex and give birth and cook food for me. Yeah, wash for me, clean the house. You know? Yeah. You, you, you have married a help meet. If you are not doing anything progressive, you, did, you shouldn't marry in the first place. So when you marry, you must also become better. Yeah. Are you happy? But the mask, it doesn't let me enjoy your faces, I tell you. <laughs> but we shall overcome, I tell you. I don't know whether you are smiling or you are, you know, you are bored with the message or something. All right, so three rewards for honoring fathers. Let's go to Mark chapter 7. Let's start from there. Do some Bible reading. Mark chapter 7, and let's read from verse number 1. Beautiful. Then came together unto him the Pharisees. That is Jesus, for sure. And certain of the scribes which came from Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled, that is to say, with unwashing hands, they found fault. There are some people who find fault in everything. 
Because men, we have traditions. Do you understand? There are some homes, they don't allow shoes to enter. When you come to the house, you have to remove your shoes and your socks and walk barefooted. Some people too, they don't understand it. It's like they wear slippers in the room, in the hall. In the, I mean, it's like they can, their, their feet cannot touch the floor. Everybody has their traditions. So based on your tradition, you can find fault with something that doesn't fall in line with what you believe in. Do you get what I'm saying? There are some homes, when you go, the first thing they give you is water. You must drink it. If, if you don't drink their water, it means you, it's like, you don't feel that you have, it's like, they don't feel that you have received them, even though you are the visiting person. Like, you didn't come well. You should drink the water. Sometimes you go somewhere, the water, the way they serve you the water, and may, you may be thirsty, but when you see the glass, or maybe you lift the glass as you are going to drink it, it smells as if they use the glass to scoop fish. So you don't know whether, whether to, 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 to let it go or to put it down and say, let us pray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've experienced some before, I'm telling you. And yeah. I went somewhere, they, they, they wanted to give me water. I mean, they had some, I think, basin or something there. And there was a glass there somewhere. The woman asked some young girl to bring pasta water. Then the girl took the glass, put her hand in the water, and fetched the water and just brought me. I said, man, this is why we have to pray. I tell you, men always ought to pray. Hey, <laughs> sure. you have to drink it. Hey, that's the boy that is you won't drink it. Hey. So I drank it diplomatically without anything going inside. I tell you, when you finish service, come and see me. I'll show you how to drink water without anything going inside. <laughs> All right. So the disciples, sorry, the 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 the, the Pharisees and the Jews. They, the Bible says they saw some of his disciples eat without washing their hands. And they found fault with Jesus. Verse 3. For the Pharisees, beautiful, and all the Jews, except they wash their hands off, they wash their hands often, regularly and repeatedly. Yeah, it's all because of coronavirus. They eat not. Holding the, the tradition of the elder, elders. It's like that's what our fathers have taught us. So we have to do it. It doesn't matter who you are with and where you find yourself. This is what we do. We are men raised by traditions. And that's how many of us are. Our teachings and our upbringings are traditional. This is how we do things. And we don't want to change. We are like trains on tracks. When they start the engine, you know the destination, I'm telling you. Yeah. And when they come from the market, hey, except they wash, they eat not. The people, they were very much aware of coronavirus, I tell you. And many other things there be, which they have received to hold, as the washing of cups and pots, 
brazen vessels and of tables. It's like hygiene. They are very neat. Yeah, some people are traditionally very neat. I mean, there are some homes when you go, you will enjoy it. If they serve you, 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 you can be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? You are quiet. Then, the Pharisees and scribes asked him, You, Jesus, why walk not thy disciples according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashing hands? You, this man, that you have been preaching and talking about our father and our fathers, why don't you bring your followers up to keep the traditions of our fathers? <laughs> he answered and said unto them, Well, had Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites. Jesus is wild. You see, when you don't know scriptures, you, you will never know how to respond. So when you go to a, a courtroom, some of you have never gone to court before. God bless you. <laughs> you cannot use emotions to argue your, your, your matter. You have to quote the law. Do you understand? You have to quote the law. That's why people go to school to learn uh, uh, law. But somebody can take your land. He has taken your land, though. But if your lawyer doesn't know the law, the, the man, your land has been taken. Your lawyer goes to the court and says, Look, this man bought the land. He used his family's money. I mean, he has fasted and saved money. Judge, please have compassion on this man and, 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 and deal with this wicked man. That's not, it doesn't work that way. The law is not on the side of the truth, the law is on the side of the just. It's another message altogether. So he answered and said unto them, Well, hath Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites? Anytime he's speaking to people, he uses scripture. Those of you don't like Bible reading, that's why you can't talk well. As it is written, These people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Now, what it meant was that they knew that he was a rabbi. They called him rabbi. They come, some of them come, came around to listen to him because they realized that the things that this guy is teaching, there is something different about it. So he said, by what you are doing, or the questions you are asking me, you are people who honor me with your lips, but your heart is far away. Some people come, oh, pastor. But you see, the insult they are insulting you from, from in their heart. You have no idea. Bossu, some of you see your boss is bossu, then you, you, you are calling him a thief in your head. Yeah. Yeah. How be it in vain do they worship me? Teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. So it's like the things that the, the fathers have taught. That is what they are using as doctrine. But no, no. There are things that you have learned from home, I'm telling you. If you keep it as your truth and as your foundation, you will be lost in many areas of life. Yeah. For laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things ye do. It's like, this is what is important to you. Somebody is hungry. You don't know where the person has been and what the person has been doing. And even as you have come, you don't know whether the person has washed their hands before they are coming to sit down. 
and you see the person sitting down, the first response is, you, 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 right. you, 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 you are defiling our traditions. Yeah. And he said unto them, full well ye reject the commandment of God that ye may keep your own tradition. It's like, this is what is important to you. There are many things that my father has said to you people. You, it is, you don't defend it. Because he was defending that he was teaching things that God had given to him. But you, you are talking about your, what your father has told you. And some of you, when we teach you, we preach, you hear the preaching of God. You remember what your mother has told you. It is more important to you. Yeah. Some of you, you have mothers who insult men. Men are, are, are wicked. Men are liars. And, and so that thing is more, it's, it's a, it is more important and relevant a teaching to you than the truth in the word of God. That's why you can't have a man. Every guy who comes into your life, you insult them. For Moses said, listen, honor thy father and thy mother. <laughs> and whoso cursed father or mother, <laughs> let him die the death. I mean, there are, there are deaths, and there is the death. Yeah. You see, why would Jesus bring this one into it? It means the people, and what they were doing was dishonor to God, the Father, and to Him, Jesus Christ. Keeping traditions. You know, we have different types of fathers, different types of mothers. And Jesus was bringing to the attention of these Pharisees and these scribes, the keepers of the law, that you, 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 you think you know God and love God. But you see, what you are are people who keep traditions of your fathers, more, far more above God. So you don't qualify to stand as people who are godly. And in so doing, you have dishonored God. You know what I'm saying? God, Jesus Christ was a different type of father. Verse 11. But ye say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is koban, that is to say, a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. Verse 12. And ye suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother. It is like the people feel, they, they hold, a, they have a heart that what our fathers have taught us is about any other thing. But you see, it is God who gave birth to fathers and mothers over your lives. We didn't choose our biological fathers, did we? And some of you, if you had to choose, I'm telling you, yeah, those of you who like bleaching, you won't choose black fathers. <laughs> Want to look fair? <laughs> Want to look fair? Hmm? You choose a different kind of father. Some of you don't like to be born in the Gambia. I know it. You change your name from Gomez to. Hawkins, yeah, Simpson, yeah, Swatson, Clarkson, 
Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to spiritual fathers, we have to choose and submit. It is your choice. But what happens is that, you see, we, we tend in our weakness to submit to the earthly biological fathers or traditions and family things that we have learned above what the spiritual fathers teach us. And the moment you have that mind, there is a problem. Ephesians chapter 6 and from verse 1. Three rewards for honoring fathers. I am talking about a type of father that you have chosen. And the reason why you have chosen that father is because of a spiritual desire and connection. And when you have made that choice, there is a way to relate with that authority. Because sometimes, when you are keeping even the traditions of your fathers and your mothers and the family that you have come from, it is not born out of love. It is lip service in your heart. You are stubborn. Some of you are. You see, and this is what my mother says, but your life and everything you are doing is against what or who your mother is or your father is. You are very different. But you say it with your lips, but in your heart, you are different. That's why some of you have problems with your parents. You, you dress strangely to them. Yeah. Your choice of words. You have not learned those words from your father or from your mother. But I am talking about spiritual fathers and relationships that you have submitted to. You see, when you give your life to God and you become a Christian and a born again, what it means is that you have chosen now a new father. And he has a role. If you are a parent and your child goes to school, your child's ability to do well is tied to the child's ability to listen to the teacher. If your child doesn't listen to the teacher, and you, the subjects that have been taught, you don't know, and he comes home or she comes home, and they have homework. You see that? You can't help the child. It's true. And on the other side, if the child also listens only to your teacher, some, there are some children, this is what my teacher says, this is what my teacher says. Sometimes you see that sometimes the teacher can be wrong. And you are telling the child, this one is wrong. This one is not pronounced this way. But what they have learned from the teacher is, some children like that. I mean, I've seen some like that. My teacher says, 
So, as a Christian, you have made a choice. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, it says, Children, how many of you are children or you are lords? Me, I'm a child. Those of you who are lords, your hands are down. Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. It is not wrong, it is right. Yeah. Let me give you the new century version of this version of the scripture. Ephesians 6 1. Children, obey your parents as the Lord wants. Yeah. <laughs> you see, it, it gives you a different interpretation. Because this is the right thing to do. The command says, verse 2, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. So, three rewards that come to us when we honor fathers. It's what I'm going to share. What is the promise? Verse 3. That it may be well with thee. So the first reward that comes to you, that it may be well with you. That it may be well with you. So write it, point number one. The first reward that comes to me as somebody who honors a father is that it may be well with me. You know, life, eh, there are issues beyond what our biological and physical fathers can do. That is why Jesus Christ, when he was teaching the disciples how to pray, he said, after this manner, you have to pray. Our Father, which art in heaven. God has different names. God is called El Shaddai. He's the provider. He is called Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner. He's called the Lord of hosts. He's like an army commander who leads people into battle. He's called Jehovah Rafi. He is our healer. Jehovah Shalom is the God of our peace. God is the God of all comfort. I mean, there are several attributes. But this one by Jesus was specific. Our Father. Our Father. Because that's who he has become to us. As, as long as Jesus has come into our lives, God has become our Father. You believe in God. Believe also in me. 
And if you receive this as a truth, then you have to learn what to do in terms of your relationship with your father. Because you see, many of us, if we are truthful to ourselves, some of us have a rocky relationship with our fathers. Even though we know they are our fathers, our relationship with our physical fathers are not good. Yeah. And it's the same thing. You can come to church and you, you, it's almost like, okay, God is my father. But beyond that knowledge, there is nothing you do that gives honor to them. Just as you, some of you don't honor your fathers. You don't listen to them. That is maybe well with us. God is interested in our well-being. I'm telling you, beloved John, uh, 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 3rd John chapter 2, or 3rd John verse 2, it's one chapter, 3rd John verse 2, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. It's like after everything, that's the desire of God for us, that we will do well. Even as your soul, even as your soul, even as your soul, even as your mind has been renewed and you have improved. You see, when you are taught, your mind becomes renewed. When you are taught, your soul becomes uplifted because your, your, your soul is your mind, your emotions, your feelings, the way you think, rationalize and see things. The feelings you have. So God, the word of God, deals with the soul but beyond that it is also able to give us prosperity in supernatural ways but he's saying that your acknowledgement of your father is like the catapult to prosperity that it may be well with you that you may prosper i mean when it is well with you, it means you have prospered you you have prosperity is a it's a package it's not just money sometimes money is the last thing one day I'll teach you about types, uh, I mean stages of wealth. You will see that money, real prosperity, it has, money is not in. It's the last thing. That's why you put money in front of your life as a, a, a means to survive. You become like an animal. You will have it, but you, you don't have peace. Yeah. 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 Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Ecclesia. Chapter 8. I'm going to finish very soon. Are you there? Let's go to verse number 5, I think. Beautiful. Okay, go to 6. Because to every purpose there is time and judgment. Therefore the misery of man is great upon him. Verse 7. For he knoweth not that which shall be. For who shall tell him when it shall be? You know the role of a father is somebody who has gone ahead of you in years and knows things that will be and teaches you 
in a means of preserving your life from misery. Life can be miserable. I'm telling you. There is misery in this life. So when you have somebody whose principal desire is to teach you the things of God and to bring you up and to warn you of things, reading of the Bible, go, go back to uh, the same, uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4 or something, let's read from there, come. 4, 5, then come to 6, 7. He says, where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what, the, what doest thou? Verse 5. Look at it. Whoso keepeth the commandment shall feel no evil thing. And a wise man's heart discerneth both time and judgment. There are two things. Time and judgment. If you miss out on time, you will not miss out on judgment. That is, if you make choices at the wrong time, the price you have to pay, you can't escape it. So your ability to discern both time and judgment is critical. And that's how fathers are. So when you listen to Bishop Dad as our father, he talks about God, the church. He brings us up in the fear and the nature of God. There is no way you can listen to him and feel that you are being encouraged to live in, in sin. Or to have evil friends. Yeah. Me, some of some, I mean, me, I changed by listening to him. Yeah. And I've seen people who are still struggling today because they didn't receive him. Sometimes when you see somebody who has accomplished many things, it is not money that a person has to give to you to make your life. It is a very base mind. It's like you see somebody who has prospered. Who, are, who is this? That's how some people are. See, when they are approaching the person, the only thing they want from the person is money. I need money for rent. I need money for uh, what's it called? School. I need money for hospital. I need money to feed my children. I need money to this. But they don't. They don't seek and desire for something eternal in value that will take them out. Of the misery they find themselves in. And it is because they have not had fathers. And they don't understand the principle of having fathers. See, as a church, eh, we are very blessed. Though. Everything that Bishop knows, he preaches and writes books about it. For our good. There are some fathers who don't speak. Because of how they are received at home. Sometimes a wife's posture can change a good father, and you see that he is detached from the children. Yeah. I had a friend who didn't have a good relationship with the father. And it was because the father had a will. They knew about the will and some particular properties were given to them. And there were issues between the father and the mother, and the marriage ended up in divorce. And they were mature guys at the time, two brothers. But the older one was my friend. Then they heard that the father has changed their will, according to their mother. 
So the mother advised them to take the matter to court while the father was leaving. Yeah. So they, 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 they took it to court. And you know, the, 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 the sad thing was that the first lawyer they wanted to handle the matter, the guy was in, in the church with us. He said, hey, you can't sue your father. It's not, and what, have you had proof that the will has been change, uh, changed? Go to your father, talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him and find out. Yeah. Look, he got offended and went for another lawyer. And the lawyer collected the money and filed the case. And the father received summons to a court over manipulation and something to deprive them of their inheritance. Charlie. And this thing, it didn't end well. I'm telling you. You see, when, when you don't understand honor, you fight battles that you shouldn't fight. And you reap curses that cannot be reversed. As I'm talking, I'm just even picturing the guy. I, I will try and find out at the church where he is. Yeah, because I've not spoken to him for many years. It did, this matter didn't end well. You see, when they went to court, it came up that the father had not touched the will. And the judge dismissed the case and, and penalized them. They had to pay fines to the court. It was after the case that the father went to change the will. Yeah. It's like, it's like, this is what? And you see, the, the father's brother went to their mother and spoke to them. Don't do this. Go and talk to him. It's like, who told you that he has changed the will? Have you seen that he has changed the will? That he is depriving the children of their inheritance. After a, a, a bitter woman. So I've suffered with this man for years. And if he has left me, what he has left for the children, he wants to give it to the other woman and, and, and her children. It will not happen. So, she, 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 she inspired the children, two boys. See, fathers and we don't fight them. Be careful that it may be well with you. It is honor. You must give honor. It was after, you see, the, 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 the case was dismissed. They, they, they were penalized because at the end of the day, when the uh, uh, will was brought, you see, the funny thing was that we learned that when the father presented the will in this unchanged form, they contested that there is another that, is, that has been changed by him. So file it. And the lawyer who was the father's lawyer who had written the will 
So I think those of you who are lawyers or whatever, they have a procedure. So when it is filed, it is lodged. He proved that the, the will has not been altered in any form whatsoever. So at the end of the day, they didn't have any proof to their suit. It was when they lost the case that they were now trying to go and beg and talk and things. But it was then that they found that king the will with the authority of the court, I'm telling you. Yeah. Ungrateful children and wife. Yeah. Yeah. See, you hear some of this and say, hey, some people are some will. But some of you were, see, the, the way you dishonor authority. It's like you don't have a certain. You see, for, no, just imagine you are a son, and for whatever it is, you have heard that your father has changed a will that is for you. Can't you go to me and say that this is what I've heard? And you go to court, you go to a lawyer, and the first lawyer was in the church. He said to, ah, no, 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 it's not a good thing. Go and speak to your father. That's a lawyer. A lawyer doesn't always go to court. Too. He gives you counsel, counsel based on common law practice. So that you can you can you can you can have defense or, or you can you can safeguard your interest. He gave you proper counsel. Go to your father, walk to him, say, I won't walk to him. That woman has manipulated him. When you talk to him, he doesn't listen. Hey, speaking proudly and things. And before we realize he had gotten another lawyer who collected the money and filed the case. And you brought your father before uh, 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 what's it called? A court. Civil suit. Hey. Yeah. If it were to be you, you what will you do? Huh? <laughs> that it may be well with you. You see that when you don't have honor for the person, eh? It will not be well. This guy. I'm telling you the way he deteriorated. What he went at the point. When you are sitting there and you are talking to him, you see that he doesn't make sense. His logic and reasoning has even been altered. He says a lot of things, but you can't add them together. Yeah. 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 The reward for honor is that it may be well with you. And the reward for dishonor is that it will not be well with you. Be careful. See, when you have a relationship with your fathers and you don't honor them, some of you, as you have come to the church, there is nothing that you, 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 you receive. You don't have any relationship. If you hear something that your, it is said your pastor has said, you, you take offense and, and run away with the offense and, and speak evil things without coming to the father who, who has loved you. And, and that one is, is, is dangerous. You are dealing with spiritual things. Jesus Christ was teaching about spiritual authority. He said, do. You, you, even, even what your fathers have taught you by tradition, you see, keeping it, it, it that's not what blesses your life. The, the spiritual things are of eternal value. The authority that comes upon you through the fatherhood of God, through the covenant of God, it has eternal value, but you, you have devalued it. Some of you, when we tell you what we, what we say you shouldn't do, it is the same, it is, you do it with vehemence and strength and speed with alacrity. You run and do it faster. 
God has blessed us to have somebody who will stand, lead you to God, pray with you, teach you how to pray, teach you how to fast, teach you how to study the word, teach you how to read books, teach you how to dress, teach you how to speak in public. I see one pastor, he, 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 <laughs> a pastor, he's, he, he called me. He says he's organizing a program to raise the next generation in the art of public speaking. I said, wow, it's a very powerful thing. So he said, well, I should talk to my church members. Anybody who is interested. So when he said that, then something occurred. I said, okay, let me ask, are there charges in the thing? He said, oh, I will send it to you. When I saw the Bill, I said, I can't come and stand here and tell you that go to that school. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have not said it to you. <laughs> I'm trying to look for the thing. The amount of money. Yeah. I hope I've not deleted it. I'll look for it. It's, it's somewhere. Hmm. Yeah. Plenty money. You see, then I said to myself, hey, me, my bishop, he does these things freely. During the corona period of this lockdown, a pastor was doing a seminar. I got a link. Join this, this, whatever. Then, under it is $100 registration. $100 registration for one day. One day, four hours seminar. Online. My bishop did four days seminar. If you paid here, he said you can give a donation of ten a donation of ten dollars for this. It was optional. You can give. And you when you hear you can give, they say, Oh, then it means I may not give. <laughs> so you didn't give. <laughs> And he will not, and you see, this one that we're charging $100, if you don't pay the $100, you can't log in. You can't participate. Because your, your access and, 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 and your protocols into the meeting will be given when you pay the $100, and they forward your access to you and your code and your links and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's a closed meeting. You know, the interest that God has in us is so deep that it has nothing to do with what he will get from us. It has everything to do with what we will get from him. Yeah. Because what can, what can you give God to make him God? 
What can you... But you see, what he teaches you, if you are wise, you will give him honor. You give him honor. That's why we honor our bishop as a spiritual principle. Not because he needs the things. And you see, the, the beautiful thing is that he thinks so much about us that every time he's thinking of you, how's your church, how, what's happening, how's, your, how's the building, I mean, let's say you are going to start your project, are you getting ready? And we don't have money, I'm telling you. As we are here, we, our roofing, we did it last year. Look, it still leaks. Look at the ceiling. But we have closed our eyes like we don't see it. Because we don't have money. We started to do our toilet. How many years now? We haven't finished. Yeah. We have to, look, we have to paint this building outside. A lot of work. Yeah. These small, small things, it's not easy to do. Yeah. It's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. Because you don't give money. You don't, you don't, you, you, and you will say you don't have. Not that you don't have. You don't give. If everybody, if everybody is faithful, and you say every month, let me even give hundred dollars. Eh, sorry, hundred dollars. You every month. I'm not talking about your tithe that you don't pay and offerings you don't give. I'm saying that you are looking at your church and say, look, let me contribute hundred dollars every month. If let's say you are hundred people every month, if we have hundred dollars from every person faithfully, how much do we have? Ten thousand can do. So you can imagine within six months of shutdown, what will we have? Fifty thousand can paint the building. But you see, you you will not honor. You will not give back. And when we teach you to, to, to be responsible in, in giving, you, you think that we are extracting your tooth. That rotting tooth, we have to extract it. <laughs> oh, it's decaying. We have to remove it. We, we don't, you see, our parents don't teach us honor. Yeah. There are many things you will not learn from your home. Yeah. If it's and that's why you follow politics in your country, you will insult anybody. You see, when you are in a house and your mother and your father insult other people, and you learn it, one day insulting them will be easy. Yeah. Yeah. Insulting them will be very easy. You've learned it. You know, you see politicians, they are. Every other opposition person is a thief. So it's like if you are in UDP, is it UDP? You call MPP, MPP people thieves. Yeah. MPP people to will call UDP people thieves. Yeah. And you don't know who the thief is. So before you, every leader, so if you are in MPP and your party doesn't win and the UDP leader becomes a leader, you dishonor the leader. This one is the thief. The thief there. Yeah. Yeah. So we have not learned, even as our, 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 our traditional culture to honor fathers. So when we come to church, it is, we bring that practice, who we are, the traditions. That's why people don't respect pastors. You are so familiar. As when, even common things that we have to teach you to do for yourself, 
you may think that somebody wants to intrude in your life. Hey, me when I have a religion, uh, when I get a blood, as you come and tell the, this pastor, they will say that the boy is not good. Yeah, be there. Be there. That's why mystery. Some of you, eh, look, if you are honest to yourself and you sit down quietly and you start to think about your life, you will see that, hey, it is not well with me. Because I have dishonored authority in my life. Number two, reward. That it may be well with you. Go back to Ephesians chapter 6 and verse, um, I think, 3 or so. Yes, that it may be well with you. And thou mayest live long on the earth. So point number two, that you may live long on the earth. You may live long. Just this morning when I woke up, one of our pastors in Ghana sent me a WhatsApp message of a lady in the church who died yesterday. When I saw it, I was shocked. So I said, oh, what happened to her? Then he said something. I, he said, I remember what you used to say to her. That if she doesn't change, she will lose her life. Then something just happened to me. And I recalled this lady. When I was leaving to Ghana, she had gotten a job. It wasn't a good job. I said, don't accept this job. And through to the guy sent me some pictures. Like, she changed physically. You know, she changed. That when you see somebody that you have known for years from, she was in JHS or whatever. Do you understand? Yeah. Lived with her mother. The mother didn't care about her. So we took her up in the church, helping her to go to school. But she won't go to school today. She's in this boy's house. Sometimes you go and visit her at home. She's not there. The mother has not seen her three days. Then a friend will say, <laughs> Then you go and knock on the door and a boy will come out. Who are you looking for? Yes, we are looking for her daughter. Who are you? Yeah. What are you doing here? Always issues. We love her. We we'll correct her. Keep her. Finish school. Somebody wanted to give her a job. She said no. She wants to work in a certain uh, whether pub or night, whatever it is. Charlie, the lifestyle. Work in the night kind of job. Makeup, change her face. I mean, I've not seen her or followed her or whatever it is they, they, they do. But when, they, I saw, when I saw the picture, I said, ah, but that's not her. The guy said, no. That's how she changed. She stopped going to church. They followed her, so at the point they left her. So what happened to her? It's just... She's just gone. Just like that. You know... <laughs> When you, you take God for granted, you are taking your life for granted. If you are serious with your life, you are me, eh? 
many years ago, I said to myself, if I don't change and become serious with God and respect my father, my, but I will not live long. I don't know who told me that. that that's what came to me. So it is, it, it is that, that thought that made me run back to God, give myself to Christ, become a serious, committed Christian. And today I'm here by the grace of God. Yeah. That you may live long. Yeah. Many of us are so stubborn that you, see, you take it for guys like, oh, we are going and we are coming. Yeah. The lies that Satan can tell you. You see, uh, Adam, he lived for 900 years, Charlie. I'm telling you, you will not like to be 200 years on earth. You will become so useless. And you, you will be praying to die. Uh, I've seen some before. Some people at a certain age, they want to go. Yeah. That it may be well with you, and you will live long. God wants us to live long. And living long is not necessarily about... You see, we are talking about spiritual relationships. It, 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 I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. You know, the thief, he comes for, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The purpose of God in our lives is to prolong our joy and our peace. He doesn't take anything away from us. He has everything to us. Obeying, you know, the earth, eh? Look, here, this is not where life is. <laughs> this is not where life is. It's just like you have gone to school. And as you have gone to school to study, you have boyfriends, girlfriends, you are chilling. You are known as the chilling champion in, in school. As if the chilling is what will give you relevance after school. After school, you see that you are irrelevant. Many people are like that. When they finish school, they become useless. Because you can't go. You, you, first of all, you didn't come with a certificate. So when you are in life and you are joking, you, all you want to have is pleasure, fun, fun. Brother, there is something more about this life than doing things the way you want to do it. Stubborn children pay a price everywhere you are. When you don't conform to how things have to be done, you know, when you travel, you see that some countries, eh, they live by the law. If you are driving, if they say this road, it is 50 miles per hour. If you like, go 52. You hear police, ring, 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 ring. they'll give you a ticket. Yeah, 52, they are going to argue. 53 miles. So it's only three. One guy, he traveled with his family to America. And he went to rent a van. Because there were, I think, four children or so. So they rented a van. And they were going from one state to one county or something to another county. And he said they took a turn, and within a short time they had police hiring. So his wife said, "Hey, are they coming for us? You have to stop." So the dispatch driver came, said, "Pull over." He pulled over. Sir, may I have your driving license? So he asked, "What have I done?" He said, "You, you, you, you were too close 
to the cars in front of you. It's like by the law, when you are driving, you, sh you should keep a certain distance. If it is 30 miles per hour, there is some meters you have to leave. Do you understand? But you see, here, you see, as I'm saying, some of you say, eh. Eh. <laughs> 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 Is that what happens? <laughs> some people do, it's like, you, you have not heard it before. So he himself, he said he was shocked. He said, I didn't know. So where are you coming from? Who are you? Then he said, oh, I'm here with my family. And by the grace of God, eh, the guy was lenient. He said, this is the law. And I'm going to spare you for the first time because the car was rented and all that. You know, so he spoke to him and said, this is it. I mean, he was very courteous and things. You know, he said he was shocked. Said, eh? So from there, he said, where, Charlie? He was careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too close. Bumper to bumper. But here, you see that sometimes when you are driving, eh, somebody wants to, as if he wants to hit your baton. I tell you. He has come out. Then he's looking for an opportunity to overtake you. So when the car, when there's a space, so they say that he brings his head. Then, ah, tell him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That we may live long on the earth. God wants to prolong our life. And the third and final reward that comes to us, that we may have an inheritance. First Peter chapter 1. Let's read from verse 3, I believe. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So go back to verse 3. Let me read it again and explain it. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So our Lord Jesus Christ has a Father. So if Jesus has become your father, God is also your father. I and my father are one. Yes. And which has, according to his abundant mercy, begotten us again unto livelihood by the resurrection of Christ. So everything that Christ came to do was to bring us as sons to God. Verse 4. And to an inheritance incorruptible. You know, God wants it to be well with us and that we may live long and that we might have an inheritance. That inheritance is not physical inheritance. He says, behold, John chapter 14. I go to prepare a place. John chapter 14 and verse 2 or, or so. John 14, 2. John 14, 2. John 14, 2. When I hear Kolong, you hear that you see that the thing not trying to respond. Okay, start from verse one. Start from verse one. John fourteen one. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Let not your heart be troubled. Yeah, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house. Yes, 
are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He's not lying. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. You see, when you have love for somebody who is stubborn, you, 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 the only thing that comes to mind is to drive the person away. But you don't accommodate the person in the state of stubbornness. Nobody, no rational person does that. If we even are like that, how much more God? So you can imagine if you have lived your life and you don't submit. It is not well with you. You are not living long. You see, living long is talking about this place called heaven. Eternity. Where I am, there you may be also. And there are houses that he has gone to build for you. Any, there's a pastor who said he had a vision. No, not that he had a vision. He, he had an accident and he actually died. He was in the hospital bed. And then he went to heaven. And he said it was a beautiful place. And they showed him the house they were building for him. It was uncompleted. And for some reason, he was told that he should come back. Because the house is not finished. He said, no, I like the uncompleted building. <laughs> no, no, it's like, you see, there are some places when you go, even on earth, and they give you a house that is not completed. You would like to stay there. You would prefer that than to live in some circumda ghetto with a completed building. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. So that's how heaven is. That's the beauty. And anybody who has had a vision, read books. You don't read books. If you read people who have gone to heaven and their experiences, I'm telling you, yeah, the beauty. They don't want to come back. Yeah. They don't want to come back. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's why some people, when they travel to America, they want to come back and live here. Look at the, the heat. Light off. It is as if somebody sees it. Then the light goes off. Yeah. He then and the light goes off. Yeah. Sometimes within five minutes, it has gone off three times. Yeah. It's as if some children are standing behind the switch. And when they run, uh, they go and put it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you go to a country where there is nothing like light off, some of you, the house that you have lived in since you were born, there is nothing like a pipe that you have opened. And, and put a cup or a bucket under to fetch water. No. You have to go somewhere and bring the water home. And, and some of you have the pipe in the house. So, but when you open it, it's like an air compressor. You hear <laughs> No water is flowing. Yeah. Some of you, since you were born, in front of your road, anytime it rains, the water visits you. Yeah. Yeah. You have never seen a tired road in front of your house. So you can imagine you, have, you find yourself in Switzerland, in Basel. Hey! The road, dust. I mean, when the rain stops, there's another problem here dust. When the wind is blowing, hey! You, I mean, Charlie, the dust. It's not easy. 
then you, you find yourself in Canada, Ontario, I mean trees, paved roads, beautiful, fresh air. They have bicycle pathways, motor pathways, pedestrian walkways. Hey! I mean, order, order, peace. Light during the night, it's like hey. One Ghanaian pastor he traveled to Italy for the first time. He said, When I landed in Italy, I said, Yeah, light. He said, First of all, when we were coming to land, and he looked outside, he said, Hey, light. Oh, he was happy. He said, that In the day, they are driving, in the night, they are driving. Nobody uses their headlights. Highlight that. No, they have put on their uh, dim or parking or whatever. Because that city is bright with light. Then he said, when he was coming back to Ghana, <laughs> so when he, he, he was landing, he looked, he said, mm, is this my country? Look at darkness. Ah! <laughs> he said, when the plane landed and he came out, he said, no, he was disappointed. He said, no. This place is too dark. <laughs> yeah. You see, there are beautiful places on there. That's why sometimes some people, when they travel here, eh, they don't want to come back. I mean, home sweet home. But home is sweeter when it is also comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine, God, he knows it. There is nobody who, who is into perfection than God. There is no place on earth whose beauty and glory is like heaven. And he loves us so much that he wants us to be where he is. The inheritance goes beyond physical thing that we have. Isn't that a good father? The blessing that we have as a church through Bishop Dad is to lead us to heaven, I'm telling you. And so you see, when, you, when you have to thank such a person, it is not out of place. It is appropriate. Yeah. We must learn to honor honor. Not because the person needs it. You know, when God saved Israel, who had been in slavery and in bondage in Egypt for 400 years, and when they were living, the only thing God asked them to do is go and borrow gold and diamond and uh, other uh, ornaments and things from the Egyptians. And God touched the hearts of the Egyptians, so they gave them all their things. And even the Bible says they removed the rings and the nose rings from the, their children and gave it. That's how God touched them. To like they gave them, and I'm sure when they left, they realized, ah, we have done something wrong. <laughs> and, and when they, they crossed, and God started to speak to Moses about how to build the tabernacle and how to dress. He, Moses himself, how he has to dress. What has to go into his dress. God asked him to collect it from the people. And if it wasn't because God lacked the ability to, because he created it. It was to test what was in their hearts. If they are children who have gratitude and honor in their hearts. Because in some of you, eh, you can see somebody who, look, Bishop, you, you, you may not know eh, me. The reason why I don't joke with Bishop is, if, eh, when he was praying, you see one of the uh, two times or three times 
He prayed for Gambia three times. Yeah. The last one was three weeks or two weeks ago. Yeah. He prayed for Gambia. Chose cities and prayed. And as I'm sitting here, I've seen how God supernaturally is working on those places. It's, it's just beautiful. And he's praying also for you and for me. And see, for such, such a person, if you are honoring him, it's a, it's a spiritual connection. Because what he gives you is more than what you can give. Galatians chapter 6 verses, and we are ending. A father deserves honor. Carry that. Do you understand? We, 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 we have been raised as a generation that insults and suspects every leader. Yeah. You see, listen to this. If you want to assess somebody's heart, never, listen, ne never assess somebody based on criticisms against him. Assess the person based on the vision he has. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, some of you may not like Donald Trump. They call him whatever. But do you know why those who like him like him? They like him not because of the bad he's doing now, but what he's doing for the future of white America. <laughs> yeah, that's why they like him. <laughs> that's why they like him. If you have somebody, any, any good leader is criticized. Any bad leader is also criticized. So when you only use criticism as your judgment for people, you, you can never arrive at the truth. You can never see honor in anybody. It's like you, you can't. That's why some, some people, you can have uncles and aunties, what they will say about your father and your mother, you may not like them. There are, there are family people can poison you and you will not like your mother or your father. I'm telling you, I've seen some before. Yeah. Let him, Galatians chapter 6, verse 6, I'm ending with this one, our time is gone. Let him that is taught in the word, let him that is brought up in the word, share, communicate unto him, the one who teacheth in all good things. What is, oh, oh, look, tell me, what is a good thing for you? Give me your list. What is a good thing for you? Elam. What? Name one good thing that you would like to have now. <laughs> a house. So are you, are you ready to give him a house? If, if you, you want a house for yourself, and somebody dashes you a house right now, won't you celebrate? So if you are also blessed and you give somebody a house, what does it, what does it, does it mean that you are wrong? Does it mean that you are being manipulated? Oh, oh. Oh. Eh? Eh? Any good thing that you want, some of you would, you would like to have a car. Eh, yeah. yeah. If somebody dashes you a car, and you, you come and give a test. You will stop me from preaching and give the testimony, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, God no go shame us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't go make your pastor speak now. Yeah. You go share the testimony, I tell you. Yeah. 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 
God not going to shame us, I tell you. You will be happy. So, so, you see, what it means is that any good thing that you have also received, you should also be able to share. With some of you, somebody can, you are there, somebody can dash you 10,000, but you, you have never even given 100 to somebody before. Yeah. You, you, I always have the mind of the monkey with the banana in the hand. One day I read how monkeys were trapped in one of these forests. They, 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 they put bananas in a certain box or whatever, open something, and they leave a small hole for their hands. So when they put their hand inside and they grab the banana, they have to pull the banana out. Then it is locked. The monkey will not leave the banana. And it, it, it doesn't want to spoil the banana. It will try and find a way to... And the, 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 the banana is said that it, it can't go through a hole. He will stand there till he's caught. Where is the banana? It's like, if this banana will kill me, I'm ready to die. You, you, you can't let go. Some of you, that's how you are with money. Money can kill you. Yeah. You, you. You can't give. And it's an evil spirit. It's an evil spirit. It's like anything that you hold on to, but you can't share. Some of you sisters, you have shoes. You, you, have, you don't wear them, I'm telling you. And you will never wear them. But to carry it and give it to somebody, it's a prayer topic. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. One day, one sister, she came to church and she left her shoes in church. I don't know how some people do that. The girls. Then we used to have sometimes the ashes in church. They would come. Pastor, these are shoes, these are sweaters, these are bags. Ladies. We will announce if you've left your thing, come and collect this, this, this. So one day we said, any time we see those things, we will give it. There are people who don't have. We will give. So your shoe is nice. You've left it in the church. I mean, it means you have enough. If you see somebody wear it in the church, don't say the person has stolen it. We have given it to the person. <laughs> so one day this sister came to me, angry. Pastor, Pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm come to report the head asher. So what has he done? I left my shoe in the church. And I called him to ask him. And when I asked him, he said he doesn't remember. So I, I sent him a picture of the shoe. Then when he saw it, he said, yeah, he, he, he has given it out to somebody. I don't understand why this. I said, okay. When did you leave the shoe? It was about a month after. <laughs> that she remembered that she has left that shoe in the, in the church. <laughs> and every after every service you announce, we have shoes, we have bags that people have left. Come and take it if it is yours. And she comes to church every day. But she won't, she's not, because she doesn't even know that she's lost her shoe. And this is, I remember, when she, 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 she moved into a new place, and I went with her shepherd to go and dedicate her place. Nice place. I walked inquisitively to her, the inner chamber. Then I saw shoes. I said, hey, are you selling them? No, I wear them. He said, that's my hobby. Every week, listen to me, every week I buy a shoe. 
She's into shoes. Hey! Then I said, is that how, you see, that's how some people spend their money in the church. Too. And, and you see, when it's the pastor's birthday or something, you, you, you have called me when I went to dedicate her room, pray over. She didn't give me anything. It's not that I wanted it. But you see, it doesn't occur to her that it is important to do that. Now, when you call us, we are there. But it's like when you are told that, look, the whole year, one Sunday, just come and say, Pastor, thank you. Take this uh, $1,000. Take this to... Uh, every week you are buying a shoe. And a woman who hasn't married, you are working. That's your hobby. I'm, I'm telling you, I've never seen any young woman... I mean, the, the shoe rack uh, is like from here. From here to here. Something like that. And it's like that. I, so what, when I saw it, the first response was, are you selling them? Oh, no, pastor. I wear them. It's my hobby. <sighs> and you see, then I, I started saying to myself, I've never seen you in church and looked at your shoes. It doesn't occur to me. Yeah, it doesn't matter, brothers. Huh? Yeah. Some men too are like that. They have white shoes. They have red shoes. They have blue shoes. I mean, they have white shoes. They have yellow shoes. With their black or black. <laughs> Only black belt. No brown belt. No white belt. One brother, he was going for an interview. When he appeared, he was wearing a white shoe. One of the panelists, the guy said, Ah, brother, you can't be serious. <laughs> Don't wear white shoe too. Ah! It's not a concert party. Ah, be serious. Yeah. We spent on things. And when it comes to honoring, you don't see, see, some of you, you are so into yourself that you only think about yourself. But what you don't know is that when you think about others, you are considering yourself even more. Because we have to improve and change. Giving to somebody to honor him, it doesn't take anything away from you. It gives you back everything. Yeah. You see, if we start doing our building, I can bet you what will go into the project, <laughs> it is not money that we can raise. But Bishop will not sleep until he finishes the work. He may not come here to preach and to sit in the offices and our safe church and, and, and the beauty that he will grant us. It is for us. It's like that's how a good father is. So it's when you honor such a person, it is not out of place, it is proper. Because everything that you give him, eh, he gives back to you. One day, we, 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 a group of us, we went to visit him, pastors, and then we, everybody gave an offering. Then he said, look, you people, when you do that, eh, you don't know what you do to me. You provoke me to think about you, to do something for you. You put pressure on me. Do <laughs> <laughs> you, you understand? It's almost like, look, I'm giving you this. Then, so that you also think about me next time you want something. No, no, no. Like, I think we are being smart. Yeah. No, but it's genuine. We have been taught well. We have been taught well. Yeah. We have been taught well. We have been, we have been taught well, I'm telling you. Yeah. Those who do politics. Hey. 
when somebody is a president, that's why they don't want to leave power. They have things they don't need. They receive things they don't need. And others chop and benefit from it. And the people who are giving, they don't feel that they are losing something. They know that when I give it, it provokes you to think well of me. And so if there is a favor somewhere, I have a friend, young friend, when we finished school, he went into business, prospered, and he bought those times, 1998, that's when Kufo became, 2000, that's when Kufo became president. He bought the car, 99, fresh Nizam Patu. Very nice. I sat in that car. Sunroof. Leather uh, uh, interior with wine background. The dashboard, Nizam Patu. Those times it was, hey. When the president was campaigning, he gave the car to him to use for campaign. He was not the president that he believed in him, he gave it to him. When the president became president, after today, the guy is chopping, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, he's chopping. He, he, he was in the background, he was part of the appointments committee of ministers. Young guy. Yeah, quiet. Power, he has authority. But you will see him. Yeah, because of favor. You see, as a church, eh, we must have this mindset that you see, when, when, when you love somebody, many years when I was in the airport in Accra, we used to give offerings, we used to support healing Jesus. I had board members in the church, people who were giving. And I realized that that thing it was a blessing. We would have meetings and say, Charlie, this church is who is there? Who is, I mean, it's like, and, and, and the people up to today, they are remembered for the things they did. Bishop Ntefu was our senior. He was our overseer. His church in the whole of Ghana was the highest supporter of healing Jesus. And in his diocese, our church was the second. Wow. Yeah. The honor. That's why somebody like Bishop Edu will be sent to us. Not because he wants to take anything from us, but he's adding everything to our lives. And everybody who was there from the beginning, today their lives have changed. I'm telling you. Their lives have changed. I was talking with Bishop Eddie recently. He said, These your people have they been calling you? I said, Bishop, we are happy. We say, Look, I'm going to tell you. Some of them should buy a car for you. <laughs> they don't know how you have suffered for them. I was laughing. Yeah. They come and see them. They are prospered. I'm happy for them. And I remember when they didn't have anything. And I was standing for them and I said, Look, we are going to give offering. Let's go. We are going to do this. Let's support this. Let's support this. Let's support this. Today, they have prospered, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. When you do something good for somebody, it comes back to you. See, sometimes many of us don't have the mind. That's why we don't even love ourselves and share. Your hands are like this. Yeah. As for me, it's me and my family. Me and my family. Me and Eminem, me and my family. <laughs> Why do we have families? Yeah. But that's not how our minds work. Honor is important for the spiritual life of the church. And if the church understands it, it means the people practice it. It's not to hear something and say, we will do. Something like that. You preach and say, oh, we have changed. We will do. And you see that they have not done. 
Yeah. I remember one guy. He got a good job. I said, pay tight. I know it's a good thing. I'll pay tight. He never paid tight until he lost the job. Then he said, you said it. You see, it's a stupid, it's a stupid way to tell the pastor that he's speaking the truth. <laughs> yeah, he lost the job, I'm telling you. He was sacked. Somebody went to, he was a stores manager. And he, he, he supplied to somebody. The person signed for it, but the person diverted the produce. And when the person was caught and they tracked it to him, it's like you, you also didn't do your due diligence. Because there are protocols. He assumed that the person is a good person. So he was, he was put on probation. Then the second one, he was not well. He gave the key to somebody to, to sign out some things. And they oversigned. They took more than... So when they audited, they couldn't account for the thing. And it was against him. Brother, you can't do the job. Go away. The divorce. Then he came back to church humbly. Hey, pastor, you said it too. Hey. You see, why do you have to prove me right? By not doing the right thing. To save yourself. Hmm. Being faithful and consistent has rewards. And honoring a father has eternal rewards. May we be a church that honest. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet, everybody. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands. Speak to the Lord. Pray for the spirit of honoring fathers to come upon you. That it may be well with you. That you may live long. And that you and I will have an inheritance in the Lord. God has loved us. He has sent men into our lives. He wants us to love them. He wants us to honor them. He wants us to care and support, for them because, and support them because they care more. Jesus was loved by his disciples. But others who were also supposed to love him didn't understand him. They were suspicious. They were critical. They dishonored him. And they didn't receive any reward and inheritance. That's why it was said to them, what is yours will be taken away from you and it will be given to others. Jesus. Sometimes we are never blessed because we don't honor the source of our blessing. Yeah. Many countries are poor because their citizens don't pay tax. It is established. One of the reasons why many African countries are poor about 60% to 65% of actively working citizens don't give back. Mm. Yeah. And all of them are depending on the little. And the little that is there, the people who are also ruling want to eat their best. The church can never flourish. If, you see, there's something called symbiotic relationship. It's like, we live off each other. When I help you, you also help me. When I do something to help my leader, he everything to help me back. Yeah. That's how it is. When we understand that thing, it, it will change our commitment and our consistency. It's not only about coming to pray. All, all you know about honoring God, praying and, and, and praising. Yeah. Lord, I worship you. And I long to be in your presence. 
my my soul wait on you father draw me nearer draw me nearer to the city of your home you have sung that song when you preach you won't give offering so he should draw you nearer to do what God wants to prosper as Naomi. Physically, spiritually, emotionally. Do you understand? Materially. So, so there are things that you do to receive spiritual blessings. There are also things that you do to receive physical blessings. Lift up your hands. Speak to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. A change of mind. A renewal of mind. That you will be a child that honors Father. And God has blessed us to be children who understand the place and purpose for honor. So we pray for the grace to do it. And not to say it's a good thing and not do it. And then when others who do it are prospered and we are prospered, you will say, oh, you said it. No. No. We drive out foolishness. We drive out hardness. We drive out stiffness from our hearts and our minds. And we pray that the grace of God, which brings salvation, will teach us also unto, unto godliness. That we will leave all things that deprive us of the blessings of God. And walk in a perfect way. Help us, Lord. Thank yes. you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. Bless you we give you glory. Yes, sir. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Every eye, we are still praying. Maybe you are here this night. Uh, sorry, this morning. You came on your own, or somebody invited you, but you know in your heart you haven't given yourself to Christ. And some of you, you know you have backslidden. I'm telling you. You are far from living right and doing right with God. And it's a struggle. But right now you want to say, Lord help me. Please don't move. Please don't move. When I'm doing the altar call, don't move. Whatever you are doing, you can do it wherever you are going. You can go after I finish. So wait. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give myself to the Lord. I want the renewal of my strength and a restoration of my joy and my peace so that my relationship with the Lord will be better. You are like that. Lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. I want to pray with you. Lift it up. I can see your hand. Don't be shy. Lift it up. It's a blessing. Lift it up. Lift it up. God bless you. Lift it up. Thank you. Thank you. Lift it up. Father, bless the hearts of your children. Favor them. Restore all joy and all peace in their lives. And order their steps. Deliver them from iniquity. Fill their hearts with your grace. And let them walk in remembrance of your love and your mercy. Shall we continue to sin that grace will abound? God forbid. Let it not be so. We thank you for today. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated.